they're trying the stuff that they learn in the classroom on the playground or free play. They're building things. They're trying new things out that I don't think they would have tried or I didn't realize they tried before. It's really nice to see the growth. Hello and welcome to Twig Education On, Science and Engineering Practices, or the SEPs. My name is Christopher and I have the pleasure to interview today Christina Roy. She is a kindergarten teacher on the central coast of California. She has six years of teaching experience and teaches at a project-based learning school. Hello, Christina. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today about the science and engineering practices or the SEPs. Before we jump into that, just wanted to ask what brought you into the teaching profession? I actually was in the banking world before this and man, adults are awful (laughs) and kids are the future. So I felt like I could leave a bigger impact working with our future instead of working with our current that makes any sense. No, totally. That's it's fantastic. Uh, the one thing that I absolutely loved about teaching was I kept thinking, you know, like one day, you don't even know, you may have a future president or someone famous in, in your class that you're teaching them, especially at the younger grades, that you're teaching them that lifelong skill of like reading and stuff that they're going to be using forever. All those foundational skills are so important. So how do you think that, like knowing that and making that shift, how do you think that shapes your teaching style today? I would have thought I would have been more of a pen to paper, old school type teacher because that's how I was taught. And then after working with kids and seeing that you don't learn that way, (laughs) it's really changed my teaching to where, one, you need to meet the needs of the kids that you have in front of you. And two, teaching is ever evolving. What works for one student won't work for another. So we have to find what works for them. And really like hands-on experiences and project-based learning is the way of the future. I think it's super important to be able to really make that shift. I mean, that's how I grew up as well with just pen and paper. When you're teaching, you get to really see that students ignite and get more excited doing some project-based learning. So that kind of nice little segue over to NGSS. When did you first hear about NGSS? In the credential program. (laughs) It was new then, and I still feel like I'm learning more about it now. I think a lot with NGSS, that shift, you know, is moving away from paper and pencil or memorization and doing good on tests to how you're already describing your teaching style of students being hands-on. Have you been able to see that shift in your classroom, you know, using Twig Science and just learning more about the SEPs and NGSS? Yeah, I think we've had Twig for, this is our third year. We hardly used our old science curriculum and Twig just puts everything together for us and gives the kids that hands-on experience. We just got done with the Marble Run Engineer and that was awesome. They got to not only draw and become like architects and engineers, but then they got to actually put it together, which they had a great time with. You're talking about your students making those models. That's one of the the eight SEPs that we have and part of NGSS. They're not just drawing. They have to take it a step further and really make those models and make it come to life with that marble run. How did your students do on that? We started with smaller groups and they really needed to learn those other skills like working in a group and collaborating and making sure that everyone gets their voice heard. We started with a smaller group and worked to a bigger group. They did so good. They were even complimenting each other like, hey, good job. And they were listening. It was awesome. 
You already mentioned many of the SCPs, the making models, even your students collaborating, talking together. Do you see the big importance of all the SCPs and why it is part of NGSS? Totally. I think it all just puts a bow on like working together and learning and developing our own skills. They can then take that to the workplace and they can know how to talk to each other and be polite and people aren't just ordering each other around when it comes to that stuff. And then they're trying the stuff that they learn in the classroom on the playground or free play. They're building things. They're trying new things out that I don't think they would have tried or I didn't realize they tried before. It's really nice to see the growth. I really love that you can actually see your students actually doing that. And like even goes back to your banking story about how people were rude and you're laying that foundation for your students and helping them to communicate. These skills kind of bleed into the other subjects too. Like we were talking about U.S. symbols for social studies, right? And so we have the flag and it's on a pulley system. And they're like, Mrs. Roy, when you pull this end, it pulls that end, right? And I was like, yes, that's how the flag goes up and down. It was awesome. That's so cool. You're pulling in the other dimensions of the NGSS. Uh-huh. You're students seeing the cause and effect. That's absolutely amazing. And one of the goals of NGSS is, you know, to try to get more science and engineers and just hearing you talk about how your students are pulling out those listening, speaking skills, working together, even complimenting each other on the work. That's really great to hopefully get them excited about science and being able to work in a nice, hopefully, science career one day down the road. I know that stereotypically boys seem to be more driven this way, but with my class right now, the girls are all about it. They want to be, one, better than the boys. And two, they're applying it just as much to replay and playing with, like, Lincoln Logs as the boys. That's amazing. Hopefully the girls keep them getting excited about science and keep moving <laughs> exactly. on with that. Yeah. Have you ever noticed any difference with your higher performing students versus some of your students, you know, who may be on the lower end when it comes to science and using the SEPs? Um, for the higher students, they get to expand on their knowledge more because... I don't know too many parents that have like science kits in their box of toys at their house. So that was really cool to see. And then they got to help and take ownership of their education. And they actually helped teach some of the other kids in their groups because ours were differentiated. (laughs) So not only did they get to prove what they knew, but they got to help the other kids learn something too. Fantastic. I love that. How do you support all of your students learning when it comes to science time? I think those differentiated groups are really important First, like I said, the higher kids can help teach the lower kids. And I feel like also just throwing them in it and letting them experience it and get their hands on it. They're creating that deeper connection and it's actually like sticking better in their heads. So there's eight SCPs and they're asking questions, I'm sure, defining those problems. You talked about making models. They're planning and carrying out those investigations, making those marble runs, but even engaging in argument from evidence. Have you seen any of your students, you know, when they went time to build those marble runs, did you get to see them kind of have a nice discussion, hopefully, around? Yeah, it was definitely like, I don't want to say a struggle, but they had to like listen and try and then listen and try and then pick which one worked better. The ones that were like, no, this is going to work. I swear this is going to work. It didn't work. (laughs) And then they got to see like struggle gives you like the drive to do better, right? The next time. So that was pretty cool. Do you notice anything from the Twig Science Program that's helped your students be successful within any of these lessons? Anything specific that you really think stands out to you? Hands-on learning, of course, like we said. 
like actually building the marble run it's made me more of a successful teacher too like having those units the way they're prepared and then having all the supplies like we have in one spot has allowed me to try more things with them so there's eight SEPs. the one that i really like i think is super simple is just something your students are probably doing every single day you know they're asking questions, defining that problem. I never realized something so simple as asking a question, you know, defining a problem could really be a valuable skill to help science and engineers today and they've helped them forever. And that's just a really great skill to be able to have. Definitely. So what modules have you taught within the Twig Science program so far? For this year, we've just gotten through one and two, My Big Nature Adventure and the Marble Run Engineer. How has it been? They've been really good. I mean, who doesn't like learning about animals and what our needs and wants are for them? And then the marble run was awesome. They loved it. And we did it right before we went to winter break. So it was kind of like the culminating fun event. We actually are a school that's trying to integrate like special ed and general ed. So our special ed friends came in from the other kindergarten class and we got to work together and the kids just had so much fun with it. The higher kids kind of took the lead, but then we made sure everybody was included because everybody had a job. What kind of jobs did you kind of have with your students? (laughs) We had like the designer, the lead engineer, and then we had like supply getters, which like which pieces did you need to get? We didn't keep the marble runs in their original boxes so that everybody could have more to choose from. So any of these SEPs that we kind of talked about, are you able to apply them or notice them in any other subject areas? Definitely. They're asking more questions, like you had mentioned, in all subject areas. But Miss Roy, why do we need to learn about sight words or... Like I had mentioned with the flagpole and the pulley system, they recognize the push and the pull of getting the flag up and down, which was really exciting. So that was social studies in ELA. And then in math, they're asking more questions or they're going further. So we use models, 10 frames and unifix cubes, right? And they're able to learn that way, getting hands-on and working with those. Awesome. What are your colleagues saying about twig science? They really like that the kits are put together for us and the stuff is easy to find. And your online program, like the curriculum side of the website, is super organized. And the videos are actually videos the kids want to watch. (laughs) Got to get that engagement, get them excited. Some of the videos really prompt those deeper questions that they hadn't normally asked before. Um, Last question, what tips do you have for teachers, you know, jumping into NGSS, learning about the SEPs? Uh, What tips, tricks, or any advice you may have for them? One, relinquish control. (laughs) That was hard for me. Two, just do it. And the payoff is way better than any mess or argument you might have to settle or solve. (laughs) Just get your feet wet. I love that. I love that answer. A lot of people, unfortunately, we get so kind of stuck in our ways. And when we're given this new program and NGSI standards, you just kind of have to relinquish that control because it is all about the students. You know, that's what these SEPs are all about, getting that science and engineering practices built into our students so that it can be applicable to them in their lives on future careers and just all subject areas that they can really be related to and It all starts with you guys, all the teachers. Let them have fun. I I called it organized chaos. You know, we knew what our goal was and what we were learning, but 
if someone walked in, you may see groups of kids doing a marble run or planting seeds or doing something with their plants. And it was just kind of looked crazy from the outside, but students definitely knew what they were doing. So Yeah. And I think if you have that basis classroom organization procedure stuff down, this is, it's not hard. I love it. Thank you so much. Appreciate you taking the time uh, to talk yeah. with me. Hope you have a great rest of the school year. Thanks. You too.